I'm Morgan Dennis, and this is Storied. A few episodes ago, I was talking about my ex-girlfriend, Maya, and how she and I had been in contact a little bit over her birthday. I don't think I mentioned it, but uh, in her email to me, she had said she was she was really sad. She was going through something. A f- close friend of hers was really sick. So that's all she said about that. And I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And, and that was really it. But earlier today, uh, my friend Jason, who I'd mentioned in the last episode, he texted me and said that, uh, did you hear this? And it was a screenshot from Maya's Facebook. Uh, Jason and Maya know one another because Maya and I were together for about seven years. And I'm not on Facebook. And he sent it and it was um, somebody we... Jason and I both knew in elementary school, grades one, two, and three, I think, Caitlin, and she had passed away, and Maya had written about her in Facebook, and so I kind of connected the dots there, that this was the person that Maya had mentioned in the email. So I wrote her back, and I said, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that, and and maybe you forgot, but I actually knew Caitlin when I was younger. I think actually Caitlin was the first girl I ever kissed, actually, in grade two, and I knew her a little bit later in life. I would, as I was growing up, we'd see each other downtown and, and with friends, but I mostly knew her from when I was grades one to three. And, and Maya had forgot that whole context. And she said, right, you knew her as well. When Caitlin had left my elementary school, she had gone on and met Maya at Maya's school. And so they'd known each other separately. I didn't meet Maya until I was in my 20s. Uh, Victoria is a small place. It's a big place, but it's also a bit small. And so Maya and I actually were surprised that that we and Maya and I had never met as we were growing up, but we didn't. I don't know the exact context, what Caitlin was sick of, but she was sick and uh, and she's passed away. She just just did. Really sad. I mean, it's 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 strange to like I'm not in a position to grieve her. Uh, I feel bad for Maya because Maya was much closer. They had, they had, you know, been friends through growing up and, and, and so I feel, I feel bad for Maya. Um, for me, it's just one of those things, right? It's just, there, there's another kid that I went to school with, uh, around that same time, Josh, Josh, Josh Dixon, actually, he was, I think he went on to be quite a well-known musician and, uh, he, he's, he died also, I think quite a few years ago now, but uh, it's just, this is, you know, you hear this, it's the age where people, you know, start passing away, um, but she's very young. She was, she was 51, Caitlin was, and it's just too young to, uh, to die. It's, it feels, yeah, it just feels like a real loss for her and her family. It's just, I remember when my, when my mom died, uh, I had this sense, my mom was fairly young. I mean, she was 68 but it was fairly sudden and and it was it was a real shock obviously but it just felt so like it was final but it felt so quick it felt like and not just that it happened quick but that that this life that was lived was just gone and you know i had when my mom died i had this sense of this this sort of accelerated ending of a life that you could almost say you know, barely got going. Uh, when I think of Caitlin, she's my age, and I, I think of her just these memories, these memories that I'm talking about, 
just our whole lives that some of these memories are so fresh and in some ways it feels like our life those old memories are so kind of recent and there's just this sort of really this closeness I think sometimes to the people we were we used to be and the people we are now obviously they're so vastly different too and you could say wow I'm I'm so different than I was at this other time but in other ways you know that this sort of essence of yourself is the same and uh, and I just feel like with with thinking of her, just this accelerated passing, it's just, it's quite, it's, it's sad and it's, uh, it's quite profound. I was thinking of her though, um, my memories of her and, uh, I remember being, I don't know the context if we were seeing each other for, I mean, how can you, do you see people when you're in grade two? I don't know, but I remember holding hands with her and, uh, her bringing to school some tin, like a, like an old, I don't know, for some reason, I remember my parents had these as well, but they were fairly large tins with a top that popped off. And I don't know if, if I feel like molasses might've come in them or syrup or something. And I feel like they were fairly common anyway. She came to school with one of those, maybe a coffee tin, who knows, but it was, uh, she had covered it in paper and, you know, put hearts and flowers on it. And, two little, you know, figures, uh, a boy and a girl holding hands. And I don't know, I forget what she'd put in it, but this was some sort of gift for me. And I remember I had it for a long time in my room after. Uh, I don't know how long, you know, she and I were were embroiled in this. Uh, I, I don't think it was very long. Um, <laughs> I think it just probably why we had a brief moment. And, um, but at some point there, yeah, I remember kissing her in the schoolyard. And, and I've always thought of it as my my first, it was my first kiss. And, um, you know, it's just a little side it, uh, to this whole situation, but, uh, it's, yeah, I was thinking of her today and thinking of that and, and it's a really nice memory, um, to have. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's a real, it's a real surprise. It's really hard to get that kind of news. When I talked to Maya, uh, res- replied to her on email and she wrote back and she said, I'm not loving this grief feeling and I knew what she meant because when we were together we were both 26 I think it was 1996 and her brother passed away uh, very suddenly uh, very violently he was uh, 30 so he was yeah a few years younger he was an older brother she had two older brothers um, but Mark was the oldest and he was an RCMP uh, officer it was in BC it was on the main mainland and uh or no sorry it was it was in in alberta it was somewhere in in northern alberta he was stationed and i think that was i remember when he she and i had been together for five or six years by that point and i remember when he went he he went into training and they stationed him sort of way out and the idea was you know he would kind of work his way to a better location i think and so when he was out there he got himself a pilot's license and he became a pilot and he the way he died he was going to a a friend's a fellow rcmp officer's wedding um even further up north in alberta and so he flew up there to attend the wedding um and he attended the wedding and on the flight back he was flying a little cessna airplane at night and you know we didn't know at the time what happened but 
it was, I think it was rainy and, and he was a, you know, he was a relatively new pilot and, and whether it was, you know, having to read the, uh, you know, go by his, his data that he had in front of him, if he, who knows what it was, or it was a mechanical issue or, or whatever, but he was actually quite close to home. It was maybe an hour or two north of Edmonton and, uh, he was quite close to, to that place and uh, he, his plane went down. And Maya and I were, uh, were at Guelph, uh, University of Guelph, and, and I remember I was sitting in our kitchen. She was still at the university, and it was the afternoon, and it was the fall. And yeah, I was, I was sitting at our kitchen table. I was actually reading Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises, I remember, because I, I didn't return to it for a while after that, and my, I was bookmarked in that, in that book. And the phone rang. And it was a journalist from the Edmonton Journal. And uh, she said she wanted to ask me about, about the accident and about Mark. And, and I was like, what? And, it, and it, I, could see it reali- I could see her realizing that I didn't know. And I asked her and she was, I think she almost got upset, I think. And, and she's like, I'm so sorry. And anyway, I called Maya's mom or other other brother, I forget, but I, I learned what happened relatively quickly. And in that succession, uh, Maya came in uh, after all that. And so I had to, I had to break the news to her. And it was just, it was so awful. And she had actually lost, um, she and her brothers had lost their father. You know, they were all from Ontario originally. And their father had died, I think, when Maya was quite young. She was maybe two or three. Uh, their father had died from brain cancer, and so she never really got to know him. And actually, Mark knew him a little bit. I think he was around six when their father died. Uh, so Maya carried that as well in her life. And and to lose Mark, it was just it was just so... Yeah, I just remember it was such a, a, a gutting moment for her, and it was so awful. And we... The next day we flew out, uh, we, you know, put our classes sort of on hold and our work on hold with that. And we, we went to Pearson Airport in Toronto and I remember going in and we weren't there very long and we were approached by um, an undercover police officer and he was like, you know, are you guys okay? Is there anything you need? And and it was just really, you know, obviously he, he had been in touch with their connections with you know the RCMP out west and and uh, and I guess when we came and maybe checked into the flight he was kind of waiting there for us and and we we flew out west and we went to Victoria and saw her mother and brother there and then it was quite shortly after that we flew from there in Sedmonton and and that's when we drove we we kind of were picked up actually we were picked up by the the gentleman, the officer who, who was at the wedding, uh, who was, well, not, not, he was, he was the one who got married. And, and so he picked us up and obviously he was, felt awful about what happened. It was, I think it was, Mark was the best man as well at that wedding. And he picked us up and he took us to the town where, you know, they would, they had been all stationed and, you know, we stayed there and there was um there was a service when we were there that we attended and uh with all the all the mounties um in their you know their red um uniforms and we went to that and i remember actually it was i i believe 
I believe before we went to Edmonton, actually, there was a, there was, Maya's mom was a Quaker, and there was a Quaker ceremony, I think, in Victoria first, and, and all these all these Mounties came from everywhere, and they attended um, the service in Victoria, and uh, it was really emotional and, and really intense. I remember all these these Mounties, like, gathered in this Quaker house, and uh and then, and then, yeah, and then, then we would have gone to Edmonton after that. But, you know, we were, we were spending so much time together. It was such an awful time. And we, we actually visited the, the, Maya's mom and brother and I, we were driven to the, to the site where this plane had crashed. Cause you know, it was, it was quite close to, to where they were all living. And we visited and, and it was just, oh, it was the, the wreckage had been taken away, but there were parts of it there still. And, and, uh, you know, I wasn't sure that they should all be going there. And I remember we talked about that and Maya wasn't as well, but her mom wanted, you know, she was really looking for this closure or she was really looking for, um, if it wasn't closure, just some ability to connect with her son and, you know, uh, you know, I saw that in her. So we visited the site and it was, it was actually in this farmer's field and it was in a farmer's field when they clear it, there's, you know, there's, often there's like rocks and boulders piled up on each side. And, and it was around that, it was around this pile of boulders at the edge of a field and, and some fences there from, from a long time ago. And um, that was where we walked and we, we had walked out there and uh, we saw this place and, and there was, I remember there was oil on the ground and, like I said, bits of bits of plane fragments, um, bits of metal, and 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 just little tiny pieces of hardware on the ground. And um, I think actually Maya found what was a burnt up ledger or some sort of map or something. It was, and she kept it. It was, I mean, it was just really, really upsetting. So going through all of that and it culminating in this service, this RCMP service that we had in this town, we were just so it was just so upsetting this whole time. It was just, they, they were, you know, Mark was so young and, and it was so much stress and, and tension this whole time. And we were at the service and after the service, there was a reception. And uh, I think meanwhile, before this, back in Victoria and, and part of the people we were seeing, you know, we saw, we saw the best man at this wedding and his wife and they were, you know, had, we were supposed to go on their, their honeymoon, but we were there. But we also were accompanied by Mark's girlfriend, who we met and uh, throughout this time. Anyway, so back to the service, uh, Maya and and her brother Rob and I were were talking to some people after service, and this young woman came up to us, <laughs> and uh, she was very upset, and 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 she was speaking to us, and it was became very clear that this was somebody who Mark was seeing <laughs> as well. And, um, and, you know, we were suddenly conscious of that and conscious of this girlfriend that we'd gotten to know and had been sort of coming around with us all the time. And we, all of us kind of, it was just dawning on us all at the same time. And we were all kind of scanning for this girlfriend. Where was she? And, and clearly she didn't know. And, and I remember when we stopped talking to this young woman who was so upset and I think she wanted to give us something that was Mark's or, or something that she had written for him or something like that. And she was meaningful for us to, for her to give that to us. But when she turned and walked away, we, we all just started laughing. Like it was just this, this surge of emotion from this whole time. And it was just, it was so funny, like to know that this, that this, there was this context happening with, 
with their brother outside of all this other other stuff and it was just it was this poor woman was you know we were just we were just obviously completely delirious at that point and 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 stricken and especially them obviously but it was just this this one moment that was just that was just so so funny and when i wrote back to Maya the other day i i told her that i was sorry about caitlin and uh, and that i acknowledged what she was saying about her grief that being mark and and i told her you know it's i really i i think of him with some regularity and i and i really do think of him i had known him for a bit before that point and he was kind of a protective older brother and and to Maya and he was actually really his views were they had very different views um Maya was this kind of free spirit and very liberal and, and Mark was quite conservative and and Maya was really sort of spoke her mind and that I had seen them have these arguments and he was very kind of you know patronizing to her and but he was yeah he was older than us and 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 I just remember him so well and and I think not only of that time and just that freshness and I remember being spending time at her mom's because since we lived in Guelph and we spent a lot of time in Victoria, it was often coming back to Victoria and and, and just staying there. And, and since he was living elsewhere too, we'd all end up staying at her mom's. And I remember him like, he and I eating cake together because, you know, a big cake was being, was, had been made and, and was sitting there and we just kind of chip our way through it for the next couple of days. And, and I really got along with him. I liked him. And, uh, but you know, aside from thinking of him back then as a, as a younger man, who was noticeably older th- than us, but only by a few years, but he was clearly at that age, you know, you can, you can tell when people are a bit older. And here he was becoming an RCMP officer. But he, you know, when I think about him, I think of this, of who he could have been, right? Like he, he's, he was just, he's on pause then from this 30-year-old person. And and I think of him now, if he had all that life that was just sort of lost, obviously, but the the way he would have grown and, you know, he's just kind of been held in in my memory and, and obviously his, his family's memory as this, as this younger person. And, uh, and yeah, it's just that have that memory so fresh, but also trying to kind of conceive of what, you know, he would have been like. And, um, oh, I just remembered something else about him too that was funny. I remember watching... It was hard, but it was also it, around that time when all of this happened. It was something that provided some joy. Was there were wedding photo, wedding videos uh, from that wedding, and and really it was that would have been the day before he died. But there were all these videos of him dancing and you know make a fool of himself, and um, and it was just again, it was it was remarkable to be able to see that, in, in his last days, but know that you know he was doing something that. He was having a lot of fun and and he liked to fly and so he was doing that too but it's hard even when you think about that like people think think about doing something you love and it's good that he was but it's also not a lot of consolation for for that loss You know, this story with Mark is one that I've been planning on telling in this podcast. I wasn't planning on telling it quite yet, but it just seemed apt with this context with Caitlin and the connection to Maya to tell it now. It's a hard, they're both hard, hard stories and uh, it's a hard note to go out out on, but it's late here and I'm going to sign off. So I've been thinking a lot about Caitlin after hearing this and it's really upsetting news 
I feel really bad for her family and 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 obviously her it was it was just too short rest in peace Caitlin mm-hmm.